Welcome back, listeners, and please step into the dungeon as we continue our tales of Jambo, the Goblin Bard, and Kazmundas, the Dwarven Warlock. I'm your DM, Yara, and please join my players Justin, who plays Jambo, and Richard, who plays Kazmundas, as they adventure forward. And I hope you enjoy. Let it begin. So, last week, in lockup, Jambo convinced the guards that he works for Bloodnose and that he needs to get back to where they captured him from with a couple of lovely deception checks. And then on his way out, he hears some muttering coming from the cell next to his, and upon putting his clothes and equipment back on and leaving his cell, a blind, raving gnome starts shouting, Him! Give him the green! Give the bag! My bag to the green man! And while pointing at Jambo through his cell bars, Jambo tries to talk to him, but he just keeps repeating, Take my bag, either in common or in gnomish. He finally leaves the lockup and gets the bag, um, which is inside. He sees a lot of wooden pieces and some kind of string, and instantly... He knows what it is and has his connection, and it's his father's loot in a brown bag. <gasps> Meanwhile, Kazmundas and Taban try to follow Jambo's tracks, but do a very unsex unsuccessful job at following tracks, and manage to find some tracks, but it was a dog's footprints. Um, so they just backtrack and just go straight to the ball on blade, having no idea which are Jambo's tracks and which are dogs, cats, or other random wandering neighbours in the area. So they head to the ball on blade. Uh, Jambo, upon reaching outside of the lockup, decides to just run from the guards and he dives into a narrow alleyway. Chalem, one of the guards, gets stuck trying to chase him and Jambo uses an illusion spell to evade and hide, but gets lost in the back alleys of El Shalad. Kazmundas and Taban meet some tired guards and Kaz very successfully manages to, see, to, to deceive both of them that he is a mute, just like Taban. And <laughs> miraculously, these tired... Uh, somewhat idiotic guards just leave them alone and let them walk on Incre incredibly well uh, Jambo makes friends with a rat and gets the rat to lead him to Kaz using up most of his spell slots he finally finds they finally find each other um, just west of the temple and Jambo gives Kaz a precious gem and apologizes for his earlier actions which was quite a heartfelt moment but then they have, that, they have that moment just before deciding to flip a coin to see if they can do the mission or go back to Sal, which is easy as that. It was either a one or the other. So they decide to go back to Sal with the flip of a coin. So they didn't decide. The coin decided for them to go back. And they managed to make their way back to Sal Hazar's home with very little uh, events. It was a fairly straightforward stroll back. Now, getting into the, uh, a bit later on in the morning, so now you're getting to about five o'clock, almost close to six, sun, sun is not quite rising yet, but it's getting there. They find themselves back at Salazar's house and the door's locked and no one answers. So then Kazmunda sends his familiar, uh, Jimbo, under the door and Jambo sends his new rat friend, uh, Kizmin, Kizmin, under the door to also follow with a little bit less success. Um, Taban had forgotten his key, so then Kaz decides to acid melt the lock, while Jambo and Taban just use a grappling hook and a rope to try to climb the back uh, up to, the, to Jambo's room. Now, um, 
Jambo does a great job of actually throwing the grappling hook. It, it, it throws and latches on perfectly, no worries at all. Saban, though, has a hard time getting up, climbing up the rope. And imagine climbing, and he slides back down and falls rather embarrassingly so on his behind. Jambo tries to elaborately spring up and jumps off the wall and does a twist in the air and kind of swing it in and unfortunately fails completely. So he then just decides to climb up normally, which he does with incredible ease and just finds himself inside. And almost the same time, uh, Kaz, uh, Taban had walked himself around the front and found that uh, Kazmunders had melted through the locks and everyone's now inside the house. But inside, there's no sign of Salazar, no sign of a struggle, just no Salazar. Now, Taban leads them into the cellar where he quickly writes that Sal often comes down here, but he has a look around and Sal's not there. And he, Taban scoots up the stairs, not before saying, just wait here, wait in the house. And then he sprints off. And that is where we have left off, gentlemen. Cool. That's all right. Yeah. Is a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. So you two are both in this uh, cellar, the first time you've ever been down to the cellar, which was locked. Um, Kazmud has had a bit of a search in the barrels, and he's and you found some clothes, some cutlery, some pots and pans, and a whole lot of rather uh, knickknacks and books and lots of stuff. Nothing useful. And you have looked in these ones here, yeah. Mm. And you've had <coughs> these barrels, and as far as you can tell, it's either they are water. As far as you could tell. Yeah. My weak eyes. <laughs> All right, so what would you guys like to do? Hmm. So wait, Taban went where? He just, you're not sure. He's gone up the stairs. He's just gone. He's gone. So he there. just said, he wrote in his little book. He's kind of, he hasn't given you much information. He, hasn't, he doesn't seem to rewrite in his book a whole lot. It takes a bit too much time. So he's just said, wait here, don't leave the house. And through the two, then he scooted up the stairs. And the two of you were kind of like, uh, okay. And you've now waiting in the cellar. Okay. <clears throat> well, fine situation this is. Well, it's really dark down here. I feel like I could do with a bit of a rest. I thought you could see in the dark, Gordon. Oh, but it makes me feel all sleepy. It's been a big night. Don't you think maybe go, maybe go have a sleep upstairs? Check this out when we've had some rest. We're not thinking straight. We're getting girls. We're getting a little stressed. Now, I will remind you that you both have just come off a long rest, so you'll have to wait quite a while before having another long rest. You can have a short rest because you're waking up in the wee hours of the morning, but you're already, you've just come off a nice at eight hour sleep. Wait, when did we have a long sleep? Yeah. Just oh, before this? Before I got arrested. Yes, because you got arrested at uh, 3, 4 in the morning. Mm. So you guys had gone to bed that night, and you'd slept until 4 in the morning. You were woken up by Taban and Sal, and you were going to go on this <laughs> I, I should have kept that in my notes. I did not keep that Amazing. in my notes. <laughs> so I'm just, I, I did see, uh, Justin, that Jabba has no spell slots left. I was like, oh, oh, this is in a bit of an interesting position, because you've <laughs> now got the whole day ahead of you. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize that I'd, I didn't think I'd rested, but I obviously did. That I, we had our whole uh, thing. So how many hours have passed? Four. Or so like, you were waking up. From what you could tell, it was maybe three, four o'clock in the morning. It's 
when you were walking back home, you could see just like this, the sun peeking over the east, just a slight kind of a golden haze, as if the sun's just about to uh, rise. So we had a long rest before I tried to steal the book. Correct. You went downstairs after having... Oh, no, it was like forever ago. Okay. Yeah, so what time was that? Wow. That was that was like three, four in the morning. I tried to steal the book at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so was, you guys were woken up super early in the morning after a sleep, and that was about 3 a.m. in the morning to go to Bottle and Blade. Like that's That was the quiet time of night. That's why you met some really sleepy guards and everything was completely desolate and quiet. It was just the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, so hang on. I'm just trying to figure out timeline. So I woke yep. up at 3, unsuccessfully climbed to the window, fell into the street, got arrested, mm-hmm. went to the Bottle and Blade, all went to caught up with Richard, Casmundas, uh, uh, mm-hmm. and then went back to home. And all of that has been an hour. No, it's been about two, it's about two, two and a half, almost maybe three hours. Okay, so I gotta get, I gotta survive five more hours before I can have another long rest. Technically, yes. How many spell slots um, does a short rest recover? None. For, for a, for a bard, none. I didn't realize that. Yeah, what t- I, I don't think I connected with what time I had actually been woken up. No. I think I remember saying like you were throwing out spells like really. Oh, I knew I was throwing out spells. I was like, ah, uh, I'll sleep because I haven't slept tonight. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, you guys did sleep and you leveled up to level three during your sleep, and you had those the dreams, and then you were woken up in super early. Oh. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So that's cool. I, I now know. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> Apologies that you hadn't connected. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Uh, if, you, if you need to sleep, I guess make it a short one. <laughs> I have one, I've got one one more spell slot up my sleeve, so uh. yeah. Oh, you got one more level two, don't you? Yeah. Did you uh, did you use a level two spell slot for something? Uh, yes. I think I tried to do a level two command when I was going to get arrested. Hmm. I don't think you used a level two spell slot. Yeah, when I was going to get arrested. Oh, was that level two? Was it? Yeah. Oh right. Well then. Oh no, sorry, no, it wasn't. It was calm emotions I did, and I failed with. Oh, me. that's right. Okay. Yep, you did. <laughs> oh my god, so many things have happened in these last uh, three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Then I'll re re jig my uh, approach. Do you, uh, want to, you didn't say anything about sleep, is that what you're saying? Yeah. So Jabbo, Jabbo's feeling, you feel refreshed and energized, but you feel your font of magical energy just depleted. You feel like this, the songs are coming to you, they're not as magical, your ideas are not, you're having a hard time putting all the, uh, the chaotic phrases together to be able to command your magic into the music. I didn't even have to act that, that's awesome. That's, it's just a natural. Uh, <laughs> state of being okay um uh i'll tell uh maybe i'm gonna check out these boxes over here and check out those barrels there surely there's something down here i've looked at boxes and barrels and there's nothing but water and claws and- <laughs> 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 ah, you crack me up i'm gonna go check out over the bo- over here <laughs> uh, whereabouts 
to the here. to the north in the small alcove. Yep. All right. Oh. So you head into this little smaller alcove. It's a little bit darker and mustier in here. A bit more dust is settled. Um, you do see some sort of some footprints in the dust going towards this area where you're actually at. Footprints in the dust. Yeah, sort of. So there's a bit of like a less dust on the path, as if someone's done a few trips to this particular area compared to the other areas. Uh, is that just this investigate the whole area, or is perception the whole area? So you, I've just gone off your passive perception, which is eleven. Um, so perception. I'm to increase that with yep. a roll. Yeah, yeah. So perception is just you've gone into this small alcove. What do you kind of feel and sense in this particular area? And I see footprints. Leading to this corner. Yeah, well, not it's, it's not so you, this particular area, this alcove is is quite dusty, and you notice that there's just been quite clearly a path going from the steps to the, like the, where the where the uh, barrels are to the south with the water, and then also to this particular little corner of it as well, as if it's a well used area. Yep, you don't you don't sense a whole lot more than that. Damn it. Um, huh. uh, is that cannonballs that I'm seeing? Uh, look, don't go by the picture. Okay. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what you're seeing. Um, no, so, no, we're not. No. We will say definitely not cannonballs. No, 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 can I check? Oh, so is it a wine rack? Can I like? Pick up wine bottles and have a look at them. Investigate these wine bottles. Like, Ooh. Sure. <laughs> sure, investigate away. How would you like to investigate these wine bottles? I'd like to sort of like pull them out, have a look at the label, read all the uh, pretentious things that it tastes like black currant and, and elderberries and all that sort of thing. <laughs> oh investigate away. So wait, just to clarify, you rolled a 14 and... That was perception, just to sort of get a sense of this particular and, area. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could do the same thing as well. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that's... was pretty much just general. This yeah. one. This one. Uh, mm. you, you think it's wine. You're not sure. It could be some sort of juice or poison. Um, you don't know. It's all bottled. It's like a little um, cork stopped of all of them. And they've got some nice labels. There's a few of them with like mountain pictures or... And there's a few with deserts and an oasis. Uh, it looks pretty. Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. Um, can I do a detect magic spell? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's a ritual, though. Yep. So how long would that take for you? It would take you ten minutes. Yeah. Yep. No, so I guess that's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so whereabouts are you trying to detect this magic? So uh, what's the what's the range of it? It is uh, 30, 30 feet from me. Yep. So that that would that cover pretty much the whole thing? Yeah, it would actually. So five, See? ten, uh, thirty foot radius around you. Yeah. Yep. So from there, you'd be able to sense kind of this. You you would have sense this whole area that you're in. So this little section, and also you get a bit of this section as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. All right. So you said about so Jambo, you kind of while you're looking at this wine, you see Kazma just muttering under his breath. And he's sort of moving his incantation. He's stroking his ring, and he's just constantly muttering these phrases over and over again. And slowly, you actually see a, sort of this aura pulsating from his ring, and it's slowly getting bigger and bigger. And uh, after about a minute, it's now kind of encasing his body, and it's sort of 
pulsing this uh, aura of energy. It's less of a, a sight, more of like this distortion of the uh, the, the air and the uh, vibration in, in the um, in the air around you. So while he's doing that, Kaz, Jabba, what are you doing? Uh, um, can I investigate that box in the corner? Which one? Like this one? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, so if you want to roll investigation roll, just, yep. You could, yep, just roll investigation. All right, so you investigate these sort of bottles, uh, this uh, box in the corner, opening up the box, having a look. You can see there's a few of bags, and in the bags are what look like ball bearings. So there's five bags, and each one has roughly, like, you, you don't even, you can't even count, enough, like, oh, there's five bags of ball bearings. Uh, can I just pick out one and put it in my pocket, and put it on my belt, because I don't have a backpack? You do not have a backpack? You can... You can. <laughs> Um, oh, sorry, you investigate. So you notice also that there are some backpacks just laying on this box just to your left. So, oh, wow! Magic. Hey, Kaz, do you want to upgrade your backpack? This backpack's cool. I mean, he ignored it, you look over at Kaz and these backpacks that are laying here are identical to the ones that Kaz is wearing now and that Taban has on his back as well. Wow. Dude, that is so cool. I wish I had one. <laughs> Would you like can to... Can I pick up the backpacks and move them off the box and then check out what's inside? Lovely. So you just you push the two backpacks that are on top of the box and you just move them off the side. They're going to clink onto the floor. You've now got a... some. I'll just put some ball bearings in your... you got some, you got some balls just attached to your belt. You're feeling a bit waylaid with stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, there you go. I've added your ball bearings for you, sir. Um, <laughs> well, you think you might as well add a backpack. You open with these. The lids of these boxes, these uh, crates, just open really easily. Open, and in one of them, you can find there's a whole lot of like just random equipment. There's some ropes. You can you're going through. You see these like long pointed things that are pitons uh, used for uh, climbing. There's some small hammers. You can see what look like little uh, hooded lanterns in there. Like there's at least two of those. There's sort of these leather bound kits you open up and there's like forks and little small uh, small, small little bowls, like a mess kits. And just a whole lot of random uh, adventuring equipment. Oh, can I pick up one? Can I, start, can I put that stuff in my backpack? Are you picking out the backpack now? Yeah. I'm like, wow, this, that's some pretty cool stuff. Um, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just put it in here. <laughs> and I, and I just, then I grab the stuff and I just put it in the backpack. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So this is you guys stocking up. So it's great. All right. So Justin and Jambo have added a backpack. You finally got a backpack. <laughs> yes. All right. You've also got a mess kit you're going to chuck into your backpack. Did you want some more rope as well? Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, so yes. <laughs> so now, out of the game, like, look, it's, it's pretty much like, you can see that this is a um, Salazar stock of just equipment. There's a whole lot of rest. And there's, it's like three or four boxes and you keep opening them and there's like in one there's a whole lot of like uh, bags and there's some cow in there next one has like mess kits in there um 
you can see a crowbar in one of them. So I'll get you a lantern. But there's no no lockpick set. Not that you can see, no. That's really what I'm chasing. You can, if you're tracing it specifically, you can investigation check to, to go if you can find ex exactly what it is. Can you do an intelligent check just to see if you know what uh, a lockpick set's really going to look like? Wow. Intelligent? How do you do that? Just a pure intelligence. So just roll d20 add plus zero for your intelligence. <laughs> oh, is it intelligent? Okay. So straight, for you, straight d20. Yes. <laughs> Um, you're not, you're not sure exactly what a lockpicking set would look like, um, but please do an investigation check to see if you can find a lockpick set, a, a set of lockpicks. <laughs> you, for a moment, you think, uh, you, you think you found it and you you're like, yes, I've got this. And you open this leather bound thing and it's a nice set of, uh, of cutlery made out of nice steel. It's like, oh, I think I can pick a lock with this, uh, I think it's a fork. Yeah, there's, two, there's two forks, there's a spoon and two little knives. This is must, this is what they use. I'll put this away <laughs> for later. <laughs> I have plans for you, spoon. Oh, Alright. So while you're spending these uh, five, what was it, five minutes, Kazmundas, you're still like muttering your incantation and it's going and going and going. Um, it's now... Jabba, you look over your shoulder, you can see these, these, the, the air just sort of vibrating slowly. It's now about 10 feet out from Kazmund, just very slow vibrations. You don't feel anything sort of off about it, but it's just some interesting visual, interesting visual effects. Anything else you'd like to do in the next five minutes while Kazmundas is finishing off his uh, incantation? Uh, maybe check the floor. Lovely. You should go ahead and investigate the hell out of that floor. And how long, so how long are you spending investigating the floor? It's still my uh, hands and knees, just kind of like running my fingers across all the grooves because I'm like muttering to myself like, does the footprints come here? Maybe there's something that's secret in these floors. Lovely. Can you, oh, good. Can you roll, can you roll it again? So roll with advantage because you're spending now a good amount of time. Thank goodness for an advantage. Or not. Wow. Oh my gosh, Justin, you're, you've are you got nothing above a 14, mate. <laughs> <laughs> a five. I was like, oh. Um, you find some, a bit of mould in between <laughs> the grooves and there's some nice dirt. Um, you find a, a couple of really nice smooth pebbles. You're not sure how long they've been there for and it takes you a good minute to kind of pry them out with your fork and your knife that you've got. You're like, oh, some <laughs> couple of nice pebbles. You think it's important until you realise they're just pebbles. Um, so you spend five minutes just looking on the floor and you notice that it's, it's, it's pretty dirty. Yeah. Well, I think man of these... It prints are just the uh, sal getting some wine. It's maybe I think that's wine or vinegar or whatever they are. <laughs> Paper weights. <laughs> I like your uh, <laughs> Richard in the background. You got your music going. <laughs> uh, all right, now Richard. Yeah. After 10 minutes, and Jambo's now spent the last five minutes looking on the floor, after five minutes rifling through three things for a what he, he, he would try to find as a lockpick set, um, 
your spell emanates out from you, and straight away you get a feeling of magic, and like it's some strong, like really, really strong magic. That you're not too sure what type of spell it is. You've not had any access to this level of spell. You know that it's sort of a mixture of uh, conjuration, transmutation, and illusion. So it's like three schools of magic woven together to create something that's quite strong. So that's conjuration, abjuration, and illusion. Abjuration. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry con conjuration, transmutation, and, mm -hmm. and illusion all three and that's emanating from the east side so all the way along this wall here mm. Mm. okay uh so i've sensed that obviously yep. um jumble there's something around that wall uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Jambo's done a thorough check. Now, in, in your in your five minutes, you've actually searched like almost half of this whole area, uh, as the floor is concerned. <laughs> yeah, try the other room. Good luck. <laughs> I'm just gonna see if I can perceive anything on that area. Do I feel a life, Kazdog? Going to the other room. This, this, nothing. Uh, yeah. Oh. I've got a, um, I, I forgot until I just looked at my spells. I've got a guidance cantrip. Yeah, what does that do? Um, but, 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 what, I touch one willing creature, which I assume means yourself. myself. Yep, sure. You can touch yourself. It's never a problem. <laughs> Once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Lovely. So now it's a concentration spell. So at the moment you're holding on concentration to your... Um, detect magic, but now you know like that's this whole time you're sensing, and that that's it. That's just the one area, and it's those three yeah. magic schools combined. But you don't know this this level of magic. It's kind of almost almost overwhelming. Like I I don't know anything at all <laughs> that could create this level of magic. At, at your right, just a, just a sense of where it's coming from. Yep, yep. And so you can it'll last for ten minutes. You detect magic, but you can drop it now and do your guidance instead if you like. Uh. Yeah, I guess I'll drop it. Lovely. You I, just I you release your concentration. That feeling of magic subsides, and now you just you can't feel anything. You're just in a normal basement uh, cellar. You look around, and everything just feels like a regular cellar. It's musty. It's a little bit dusty on the floor. It's a little bit dark, but yeah. Moldy. Yeah. Jambo. All right. So you're touching yourself, giving yourself guidance. And I'm um, yeah, touching myself, giving myself guidance. And then doing a perception roll on that wall. Yep. So then, and then you roll a d4 on top of that. So whatever your perception roll is, then add a d4. This is a cantrip. Can I do that whenever? But, right. Yep. 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 If, if you're in the middle of a fight, though, the problem is it takes oh, um, it takes an action. But like like now, you could be touching Jambo and adding a d4 for any mm. any roll he makes for anything in social. You know. That's what I was thinking. For... Mm. Okay. Nice. Uh, and what's your... It's a nine plus a one. <laughs> Man, we are on fire. Oh, we are no, so, so, us three in the basement. Kazmunders, um, you can you perceive that you're in a you're in a cellar, and uh, yeah. 
Can I can I do an investigation check on that wall? Most definitely. All right. Um, give myself guidance on that. Yep. So you give yourself guidance. You've still got guidance. So it's uh, it lasts for a minute. So then you can kind of walk over and just do it again. Ooh. Come on, guidance. Oh, you're <laughs> oh my lord! A three out of three. <laughs> oh. All right, come on, get get your bad rolls out now. Just get them out now. Um, I guess you start touching the wall, and it feels like a wall. You're looking underneath the barrels, and they feel like barrels. You're on the floor. That everything just it, it's pretty regular. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. It just seems like a regular old cellar. I can't see anything, but there's definitely something here. Some kind of combination of illusion, transmutation, and conjuration jumble. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. How, uh, I don't know how to speak Orcish. Whatever aren't you? That. Aren't you a magic user? No. <laughs> I'm not a magic user. I'm a A magic maker. Jambo would have uh, heard of these schools of magic when he's learning the bardic arts from his uh, adopted father. They're quite important in the, the knowledge of spells. <laughs> Maybe his adoptive father was um, a pretty bad... Uh... bad just, just play music, son. Just play music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no fundamentals. Just... Oh, God, this is yeah. great. No, just just intrinsically. <laughs> oh... All right, so what are you boys doing? Um, you've, now, you've now spent... I'm playing music. That's what I'm doing. Jumbo, can you have a look around this wall to see if you can see anything? I could help guide you, perhaps. Um. Don't let me bother your song. It's not like we're, uh, you know... I was just making magic. I was making magic happen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's like, oh, that's please. No. Um, okay. Let's do some transmutation. Uh, no, no. There is transmutation going on in amongst the magic over here. I, uh, let me, uh, give you a little bit of guidance on, the, on having a look around. Oh, show me. Show me. Show me. Where? Uh, Where? Uh, it's, a, it's a spell I do to help uh, help you do things better than you already do. No, go, go for your life. I'm going to offer my loot. Go. Hi. Sh show me your spell. No, I don't use a loot for magic. I, uh... Um, bag bagpipes? I, uh... Drum? We can drum on some... Barrels? <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I remember I'll there, was, there was one bar I'll get that the door, the... You go get the drum, get the percussion, just... I remember there being one bard at the Dwarven Magic Academy. Two. One, one outcast. One, we, two, uh, three, four. The class clown we all called him. <laughs> he, uh, wasn't very funny. Hey. Hey. Uh, we laughed anyway. Did you just call me the class club? I'm talking about a dwarven bard. The, uh, That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, the rest of it. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, well, uh, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, um, so, please, Jambo, I am certain there is something here. There's like, nothing. Using the uh, the schools of I just transgenderism. I'm just gonna lay my hand on your shoulder for a second. That's it. <laughs> there we go. You touch your shoulder just gently, and your right hand moves in intricate sort of movements of the pattern. And you shout your little command word, and Jambo, you feel a little tingle, and you feel like now your senses are just a little bit more sharper. Oh. Oh. That's. That feels different. Aye. Aye. Wow. Wow. Um, okay, what do I do with this fog? Alright. What? What do I do? I feel all weird. Like, what am I doing with this? We'll just have a look. Have a look around. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just gonna look at that wall then. It's only. It's Hello, only a minute. Hey. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the strangest interaction. So, it's investigation. So, you're, are you investigating the wall? So, you, with guidance, all your senses are just that little bit sharper. So, your your sight, your touch, your smell, your hearing—you can just everything's a little bit better. So, you you roll a d20 for and add your investigation, and then add another d4. Yeah. Oh, finally. Jambo, you spend another five minutes just going up and down the wall, and you like the sensation is interesting. You need to go investigate. So you spend one minute because that's how, that's how long the guidance, guidance lasts for a minute. So you spend the minute just sort of touching the wall, <laughs> looking and feeling, and you notice that, that something's a bit off about this wall. The feeling of it it kind of it doesn't feel real you can almost feel like your fingers go through it but at the same time it's solid it's a really hard thing to explain you're trying to look around and and then you look at the barrels and there's no way that the barrels can open they, they like they have a stopper and things but nothing gets removed and it's everything's very solid it looks real and it feels real and is real but nothing works the way it's meant to work you kind of keep looking around and underneath and you can't quite put your finger on it but it's this everything about like this especially these particular barrels and the wall just behind it and the floor underneath it just feels real but not real um I, guys i don't really know how to explain this but this whatever you did to me i feel like this wall is real but not real like i feel like i can put my hand through it but not it's solid at the same time and i don't know if that's a weird hallucination from your from your spell. I, I I feel weird. This whole wall is odd. There's something about it. Because I think Salazar is far more powerful than we have guessed. I uh, thought he's just a sexual deviant, but maybe he. I, I, just, his, uh, I don't think he had any power. I. Certainly not the power of information. 
No, so she never taught us anything. Aye. So I guess no surprise we don't know about this, but... Uh... So you feel like you can put your hand on it, but you can't. <laughs> Look, just stand back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can run at it. Alright. I'm gonna run at this wall at full speed. Cool, can you do an athletics check? Oh, you better believe I can do an athletics check. Uh, I can... That was really confident, but I gotta check my athletics skill. Uh, you better believe I can do an athletics check. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so, Kazmanis Jabba like, leans back and runs in and he jumps into the wall with a You hear a thwack. And Jabba, the whole left side of your body is now well, well bruised. You take uh, two points of bludgeoning damage <laughs> as you've careened into this. Quite solid wall. Jasma, oh. uh, Kaz, can you just do a, so? Richard, can you do a perception check for me? Yeah. Uh, can you do it with advantage? Because you, uh, well, well, I don't know. Are you wearing the eyes of the eagle or? Uh, always. Oh, always. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right, and, well, listen, I'll, I'll assume that you're always wearing it, unless otherwise stated so. And so, even in social situations, I'm going to yeah. now have it. So yeah. you're having these. <laughs> 100%, okay, okay. 100%. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Just so we're clear, done. Okay. Uh, with, yeah. So, it's, wait, I'm doing a what check, sorry? Just a perception, but with advantage, because oh, okay. you're, you're looking at, I'm guessing you're looking at Jambo as he's running into this wall. Okay. Um, so you notice Jambo cringe the wall, but then for just a, a split second, it's, he kind of hits the bricks and goes just a little bit further, and uh, then he kind of uh, gets, gets knocked. But it's still, you, you still can't get your head around exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to be any mechanism or anything. It's, it's, yeah. So Jambo just threw himself at the wall next to the barrels. Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, all right. All right. Let me, let me try. There's something going on there. I think you got the right idea to just, uh. As you guys are, are down here, you, all of a sudden you hear a, a knocking. Coming from upstairs, just faintly, but sounds like it's just from upstairs. Did you hear that? Let's open! Um, you hear a, a very faint feminine voice. Um, hello? Um, hello? Is there anyone here? Please? Yes. Um. Hi. There's nothing here, like I said. You, you'd. You got some weird magic. I'm gonna check out what's going on up there. Hey, you do that. I'm gonna keep out of this. Okay. Alright, so Jamba, you going upstairs? <coughs> yep, we're gonna go upstairs. Let's leave the wall lock. Okay, so. <sighs> <laughs> nice. So Jambo, you go to the front door and <clears throat> the door itself is, it's, it's just kind of just flapping there because it's got no mechanism to actually keep it locked in or even clicked in at all. It's a very, it's a very unsecure house now. Um, and as you come up the steps, you kind of turn around, you can see there's a little face, a very worried looking feminine face with a hood over the, her head and she's kind of like holding the door open. Um, hello, I was, 
Oh, um, yes. And she doesn't seem to want to come into the house. Uh, do you go to the front door to her, or...? Yeah. Well, hello! Please, come in! Um, no, no, I, I, I need some help. I, I've, I've... My son... Something's, something's taken my son. Um, I was looking for Salazar. Um, he, he's helped me in the past. Is, is he here? Um... It's just in... It's just on the, 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 the toilet at the moment. Maybe <laughs> I can help. Um, well, she finally looks at you. She's kind of all the blinks. Oh, um, you're, you're, you're a goblin. Um, um, and you can notice her under her hood. She's got quite some um, well-defined features. And you can see this almost hints of pointed ears under her hood. Um, she's not wearing a uh, an iron... <laughs> slave collar like the others but she has this uh, rope and I, I need Salazar my son I woke up this morning and he wasn't in his bed and his window was open and well, little Tommy from next door he was he went missing two days ago and no one's seen him and now my boy my boy Michael's gone He's, I don't know who to turn to the guards the guards they don't know I don't know who to turn to can I give her a hug? Um, you got a hug? Oh, um, um, thank you. Just, please, can you tell Sal? And you can see she's actually like visibly shaking her whole body. She's looking around. I, 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 need, I need some help. It's, I need to talk to Salazar, please. Can you give him the message? I, I, I need some help now. Uh, please. Um, well... He, he, he's busy. But, <coughs> oh, you say just next door? I, I, I live just, just down, just down the street there, yes. Can I get, like, grab her hand and, like, hold it between my hands? You can, and she just lets you, and her whole hand, it's it's cold and shakes, and she doesn't seem to resist you at all. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to sort of register exactly what's happening. She says, please, I need, and as you guys are talking, Taban actually comes down the steps, and he's clearly was upstairs. He's, like, looking at you, he's like, and she's like, oh, Taban, Taban. And he kind of just goes, and she kind of goes into him. He starts to sort of give her a, like, a cuddle. She's like, Taban, it's horrible. Michael's, Michael's missing. I, I don't know where he is. Please, can you help? And he's just, she was nodding his head. And, so, yes, yes, Taban, that's what I said. We'll help you. Um, you can come in, Taban. She can come in. No, I need to get home. Please, Taban, just come to my house as quick as you can. I'm so worried. What? I don't know where Michael's going. Why are you got my kids then? Taban's just, he's just kind of reassuring her and he, he just kind of gives you a little thumbs up and he's, and he kind of ushers her out of the house and he goes out the front with her and kind of just, see, you see him guiding her down the street. And then they walk for a few minutes. I mean, unless you follow them or you're just standing there. What do you... I kind of feel like I should get Kez. I, I, I want to follow... I got to follow him because it's like, seems crazy. I want to. And then I'm like... Uh, um. You take a few steps down the down the, down the the front steps. And you notice that they only, they only go sort of like a minute down the road. You can see them just kind of off to the side. And then she opens the door and they go into her house and... He stands at the doorway and he's doing his motions and and then he turns around and sees you looking and you can see you from that distance and he kind of I just heard it's kind of okay he comes jogging back up to you and he's like kind of and he gets up the step that you're on he's like 
Let's go. And he just checks and he's got his stuff with him. And okay. Um. What? We'll, we'll, we'll get cast. Cast. Get cast on. Just hang on. Come on. All right. I'm gonna go rush downstairs. All right. So you rush downstairs. But I can probably do an action within the time he's been upstairs, right? Absolutely. So this whole time, what would you have liked to have done, Kaz? Um, I'm also going to try and run at the wall. Um, is that again an athletics check? What was that? Is that again an athletics check? Correct. Oh. Uh, oh, and also I'm, I've, I've touched myself, so I'm giving myself guidance. Done. Add a, yeah. add a bonus plus four to that. Oh whoops! Not plus four. Oh no! Uh, okay, wait. Can we? Can we? Can we do that without the plus four? Just a plus a random four, or is the whole roll void? Nah, look. We'll do the we'll do, eighteen plus three is amazing. Uh, twenty-one, and then now you do d four. So you're twenty-one. This, now you got a d four. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Nah, I'm looking at like your <laughs> eighteen plus three is so good. Uh, so that's still twenty. What twenty-three? Um. Yes. You look at the wall and kind of have a look and you guide yourself into the wall. You kind of dive a little bit, just, just over the barrels. And you, again, you careen into the wall. But then your hand with your ring kind of goes into it and your whole hand starts to vibrate slightly as if the magic from your ring is somehow interacting. And the wall, the entire wall shimmers somewhat and then, and then you get pushed backwards from it. But then it's got some sort of magical interference you've noticed. Okay. You don't take any damage. You kind of cushion your blow, but yeah. So my, my ring was vibrating with the wall. When your ring kind of touched the wall, the whole wall, you could see the wall shimmer and your hands start to vibrate. And before you kind of get almost, almost forcibly pushed backwards away from it. Okay. okay. And then everything goes back to complete normal and... You blink your eyes and it just looks like a normal wall, normal barrels. Everything is just completely regular. And then at this time, Jambo, you've run down the steps. Yep. Lovely. Bang, 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 bang. You've run down the steps up to Kazmundos. Yep. Yep. Kaz! There's definitely something here to jumble. Kaz! My ring resonated with it. Because there's this, well, they need us. There's this girl and her son. Her son just got taken. Okay. That we need to, we need to go. There's no cellars. I can't have cellars. Wait, isn't isn't there. this a common occurrence in this city? Isn't there lots of slaves and disappearances and muggings and? Y yes, which is why we should go help. We what if her boy was taken by the well, God help every bereaved mother? What? Yes. If, that, if that's what it takes, yes. I don't know about the nobility of dwarves, but that's the nobility of me. That you help everyone. I, I, I've seen, I've seen it. It's a little uncomfortable, I'll be honest. Well... Perhaps it will give us more clues. Is that where Taban's gone? He's up waiting for us. Right. I'm sorry. What, I, I, I just barged right in. What? Did, did the wall? Any luck? My ring resonated with it. 
Um, it all sounds rather uh, magical and complicated. Maybe so, Salazar's behind you. Sorry? Maybe Salazar's behind you. Um, as you say that, Taban actually steps out from the shadows behind. To, uh, you, could, you could hear him, Jabba, oh. running down the steps. He's like, just waving you to come on. And he's just like, let's go, let's go. But Taban, is Salazar behind the wall? You got a mouth of the wall, like, huh? He's, he's completely like, he's not even talking about his, like, huh? Shrugs your shoulders, he's like, just, he seems to be like, he wants to go now. And then, before waiting for anything, Taban quickly just, he just jogs back up the steps again. Clearly in a rush. Let's go. Ah, fine. Not much more I can do anyway. You haven't had any wall luck? Let's go. That was a warlock joke. Did you hear that, Kaz? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get it to you, sir. That was great. <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right, so are you guys um, going to her place? I guess so. Okay. Yeah, well, that's what we like to do. We like to go to her place. All right. So the, the three of you guys... Oh, where we got? There we go. Taban, Jambo, and Kazmundas. So the three of you guys quickly just jog out of the house. Taban's waiting at the front steps, kind of visibly, and you follow him, and he bolts down, just down the street, and to the house just on the left, and pops himself, he knocks on the door, and she's, uh, come in, come in, please, up to my, my son's room, please, please. Um, and she guides you into her house. It's a very similar setup to Sal's house, with the dining room, the kitchen, the floor. You've got the steps, and there's a few bedrooms. She's, um, this was, this was so... Sorry, this, this was Michael's room. Um, I went to wake him for breakfast. Um, as you stepped out of the house, you did notice that the, that the sun is finally creeped over the horizon and now sunrise has just peeked over. It's a beautiful colour as you've like uh, jogging towards her house. She's led you in, you've gone upstairs, you're now in Michael's room. You can see it's a kid's room, it's got a small bed. There's a window that's wide open as if it's almost been pulled back even further than what it normally looks like. Um, there's a there's a chest of drawers, a, a chest of drawers with some clothes hanging out of it, and a few wooden toys on the floor. Uh, Taban starts looking around the room straight away. He sort of starts looking at the window and looking out, and and she just sits on the bed. So, uh, Thomas from next door, he was he went missing last week, and somebody said they heard growls from around the corner. No one, the guards didn't take us seriously and I didn't think much of it. And now, now Thomas is gone. I just... The children often go missing around here? No, no, not until last week when Thomas left and now Michael is just gone, Michael. Where's the man of the house? Don't you... I, I don't have, there's no husband. I, Sal, Sal has, uh, he set me up in this house uh, last year. And I've just lived here on my own. <clears throat> Sal, uh, did, you, did you hear any growls? I, I didn't hear any growls, no. No, I just I just woke up this morning and Michael was gone. And, uh, did, uh, did you give any reason for Michael to leave? 
Are you a bad mother? Uh, no, of course not. I mean, we don't have much, but I just, I provide for my son and he's... he's what do you insinuate? I've just lost my son. I just... Well, maybe he ran away. Did you have an argument before he went to bed? You can see now that she's I like go a, Can I go like the Kez? Yep. So you can see that she's 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 taken a hood off in her home. She's an elvish female. Um she's got like a bright auburn hair. She's got quite um quite wise. I'm not sure what her age is, but she's definitely sort of going on in years. Slender build. Um you can see so some sort of red marks around her neck, but from really old wounds from a long time ago. Um but other than that, uh, she's yeah, as far as you know, she's telling the truth. You can roll for insight if you want to make sure, you know, see her truthful or whatever she is. But as far as you can tell, she's she's looking completely straight. Even now, she's just sobbing quietly. She's got like a teddy that was on her son's bed that she's holding and just, she's just crying into it. As Taban's looking at her windowsill and... Yeah, alright, so Jabba, you going to Kaz? Do you think she's telling the truth? Hey. I, what would she gain from lying? Can you do any of your like magic? Just like my, I can't do anything to tell her. I, I'll ask her as a, like a messy kid's room. I can't help. Like, what, can you help? Not really. That's why I wasn't sure why I was being called over here. But oh, uh, shit. Um, I, I mean, to be honest, one less little elf to grow up in the world isn't the worst thing. How could you say that? While you're talking, Taban's kind of clicks his fingers. He's like, he wants to show you guys something at the windowsill. Sorry, we're just having a conversation, Taban. <laughs> <laughs> he just slaps, uh, his, he slaps his head. I, 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 maybe we should look over Taban's money out because I have no clues what course of action to take here. Okay, I just wanted to confirm. All right, yeah, yes, to, yes, Taban. <laughs> He, you had something to show us? He kind of looks at you, just shakes his head slightly, and then he points to, he look outside, he like leans out the window, and clearly outside the window, just not on the window sill, but just on the outside are claw marks on, like almost like he's two, four claw marks on either side, just as if claws have gone in and scraped down about three centimeters, just on the outside of the wall, underneath the window sill. Huh. Hmm. Anyone uh, know anything about have a good understanding of animals? Be able to detect these marks. Um. Can I see if I know what marks they are? Definitely. Roll for na uh, nature check. Um. What'd you roll? Twelve. Um, as far as they don't look like any beast that you know of. And you've got a basic understanding of sort of animals. It doesn't, it doesn't really, the, the claw marks and the position doesn't really match any description of any animals that you know of. Um, this uh, doesn't really match. 
any animals that I've ever seen before. But I got I have a few theories. Um, but I'd rather not share them in front of the lady. <clears throat> I'm just gonna go downstairs and uh, we're just gonna have a look at and see if there's any footage, more like footprints or stuff downstairs. Hey, hey, footprints. So the two of you guys are going to go downstairs? Yeah. Because mm. as soon as you say that, he's like, just gives you a good thumbs up and he's out. So the three of you guys go downstairs and down the, on the, underneath where the uh, the window of the boys' room is, and now you're on the second floor and you're looking around. All right, so roll through investigation. Okay. I, I don't want to look around first. Is, is Taban with us? He is, yeah. All right, okay. I'm just going to hold up Taban. Um, did you know this uh, Thomas kid that she talked about? Gives you a, a nods his head. He's like, "Yep." Uh, what, what were you doing when uh, the, like the Thomas kid disappeared? What, what, what were you doing? Hanging out with Salazar? He <laughs> gives you like a huh? What? Like Salazar? Were you hanging out with Salazar when Thomas disappeared? He doesn't, he doesn't even know. So he's a, Michael's a kid that she's lost. Thomas apparently is a neighborhood kid who went missing a couple of days ago. So he's... he's he knows Thomas, though, he just said, but he doesn't know. No. Okay. Um, okay. Well, the, you'll be crazy, guys, but this is the theory that I've got at the moment. Okay. Salazar's missing. Hmm. Mysterious creature takes child. Salazar's like a weird creature. <sighs> Tobias just got, he just rubs his head and he's like, oh. And he just starts looking on the floor. He just starts to ignore you and just started looking around as if he could see any tracks or anything else. And I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff in my time. It's, I mean, it's Salazar, he's exactly who you are, right? And Tobias starts to smell around. Sniffing, and then Taban starts to walk off, just just down the street, just kind of just looking around and smelling a little bit. Just just moves off, just around the corner and through the alleyway between the house and the house next to it, just a bit further down. Can we investigate around where the, underneath the window is? Sure. Doesn't lift the air. You can't see a whole lot. The floor, it's sort of. Just muddied and dirty. It's got footprints all over the place. Um, you sniff the air, and there's something a bit, a bit off. Like almost like the faint smell of decay. Just a really, you know, take a deep breath, and yeah, it's just a really faint scent of decay. Mm, Salazar, what are you up to? I'm going to follow to barn. I think we should follow Tongless. Yeah, let's go. You guys are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Taban kind of just heads around. He's constantly looking at the floor. But then he sort of stands up and he's just now looking a little bit, almost like doesn't really know where to go. And he just points to you guys. Can, like, can you kind of have a look? And he's just like... What? Look at what? What, what are we looking at here? The, everything. And he's just, he points to his nose. He's like, what was that? Just I smell around more, like, 
that's my role. Oh. Lovely. So, like, like Kazmandas, you're just sort of standing back, just watching Tabard and Jambo just do everything. You're just, you're just staring at them, going, "Okay, what are they doing, man?" Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm half invested. I'm only... <laughs> you don't seem very invested at all. Doing. So, Jambo, you smell, all of a sudden you get this whiff, and the smell you smell on the house is worse. It's definitely a smell of decay or like it reminds you of death and it's a not a it's not a nice but it's seems to be getting stronger and you smell around and and you smell that it's kind of it's still faint but then it's you smell left and down one alleyway and it smells okay it's, it smells a bit of crap you smell that way and you can it's, it's you get a feeling it's coming from sort of just to your right. There's another little area down to your right that you can smell. Hmm. You know, this smells like uh, baroque flute music. It's dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to go this way. <laughs> uh, so you happy to guide them? You like smelling your nose? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to guide them with All my, right. nose, my so you, goblin nose. You guide them with your goblin nose, and now Tabarn's just sort of, he's following your guidance. So you guide them through one little narrow alleyway, and and then all of a sudden, it, the strong, the smell gets strong, and then you keep walking, and then all of a sudden, it fades finally, and you go back, and it seems to be coming from this house, and it looks like all the other houses with its uh, clay and red brick walls. It looks to be two stories. With a very similar door to Tabar, to Salazar's and, and uh, the lady, the elf lady that you've just come from, they're all very similar build. Nothing seems out of the ordinary of this particular house. If if anything, it's slightly more worse for wear. Uh, for wear, it's got a few more cracks in the wall, but otherwise, it looks like a regular old house. But the smell seems to be emanating from this place. Um, feel like the smell is emanating from this place. <laughs> Uh, hey, Jimbo. Jimbo. He wouldn't respond to you, though, would he? Not if you don't want him to. Oh, okay. So Jimbo's looking at... Uh, he's looking familiar, at right? He's not like an animal. Yeah, I'm not familiar with him. So. Mm. Do I, am I familiar with him? I'm just going to pretend I don't really understand familiars. Sounds great. <laughs> Jimbo! God. What is wrong with your lizard? What is a familiar? What uh, what do you need him for? Maybe I could go out there and check out. Oh, hide! I, I uh, telepathically instruct Jimbo to. Now's not the time to sleep. Oh, oh. So what's so? What are you? What are you wanting Jimbo to do? So you guys are at the front door, like that's again. You, um, there's like four steps up to the front door. It's a single wooden door with a uh, big brass door, a doorknob, and a similar locking mechanism that was on Sal's house. Right. So you want you're thinking he can go up to the second story and climb in through a window and have a look around? Is that your idea? Uh, it's under the door, up a story. I, I don't know. It's your lizard. I don't. I, I, Maybe I was wrong. Maybe we just knock on the door. I'm just okay. I'm no, just making, just making stuff up. I don't know. What it is fair, it? A bad idea. Uh, all right. So I telepathically instruct Jimbo to go under the door and uh, scout. And are you going to 
blank out and go into his senses? Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Excellent. So, Jabba, so as, as Jabba, you're talking to Kazmanis, he's like, all right. Um, uh, Jimbo scoots under the door and the Kazmanis' eyes roll up in his head and he just stands stock still. And Now's the time to go to sleep. I need you to tell this lizard when to go inside. I, I can't, can I respond to him? Can I hear him and respond to him in this state? Well, at the moment, so Jimbo's just gone under the door, and then yeah. you you can hear it faintly from behind the door coming from Jimbo's ears. All right, so oh, Richard, yeah. Oh, yeah. Richard, so Justin, things are going to be a bit black for you. All right, so Richard, can you see okay? Is that... Yeah, with Jimbo? yeah, it's come, up, come up for me. Lovely. So Jimbo's inside, and the house is dark. It's, again, very similar layout. It's a lot dirtier. Then Salazar and the lady, the elf lady's home we've just come from, it seems to whoever who lives here is not fussed with any sort of filth. Um, um, can I get Jimbo to crawl to that space on the left of him, wherever that's leading? Yeah, just do click and click and hold. Where oh, all right, right, gotcha. Tell me where you like to go. Either. Oh, it's just. So, a... Do you go in there? It's like a pantry, but it's it's almost nothing in there. It's just cobwebs okay. in the corners. And it's like nothing's being used. There's thick layers of dust. Okay. What's, hang on, what's Jimbo? He is a lizard. Yeah. What's his natural perception? Hang on, I'm just having a look at exactly what is. Nine, I think. I've got to get you to write these stats down for me, actually. What's his passive perception? His passive perception is nine. Okay, cool. And wisdom minus all, perception minus one. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. Nine, intelligence one. Cool. Um, so, do I just move? I just keep moving him as I like. Uh, yeah, if you like, just tell me where you want to go. Uh, want to go to this dark patch here? All right. So you go around the corner, and in this what used to be the dining room, it's a giant hole in the floor, as if it's been carved out and ripped and chunks missing. So the wooden floorboards be pulled apart and. The hole itself, it's like almost like a uh, 35 degree incline going down. And what Jimbo can see as he kind of climbs over the hole, the hole goes not straight down. It's like a 30 degree incline and then kind of peters out and it goes some distance. Pitch black down there. Okay. But there's a definitely uh, a giant hole. Can you roll for perception for Jimbo, please? Uh, yeah. So it's a, mi a minus one for him. He's got a wisdom of, of eight. Oh. All right, cool. No, so mm -hmm. everything's really dirty. A lot of dust, cobwebs, and there's like just debris on the floor. There's a whole lot of like just a, there's rocks and sand and dirt all covering this entire what used to be a dining area. Can I just get into a, a very generic scout around to see if there's any mm, life forms? Yep, whereabouts inside the hole, or just in this in the in the house. In the house, just just to kind of give us a kind of safe idea of the place, rather than giving going into detail. No, um, so Jimbo, you spend like sort of ten minutes, and Jimbo runs around the whole house. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any life forms in the house upstairs. The upstairs, he has to actually climb onto the wall, and again, Jamba, uh, uh, yeah, Jamba, you notice that uh, Casmundas has a, he goes sideways again as he's standing outside as Jimbo climbs on the wall. Uh, because all the steps leading up to the top stairs have cracks in them and most of them are broken. So 
Jimbo on the side, and he runs up to the top stairs. Everything's completely empty up there. There are four rooms with not a single thing in them at all. It's just bare, completely and utter bare. Hmm. Okay, I'll uh, recall Jimbo. Lovely. So Jimbo heads back out, and you come back to your senses again directly outside this strange, almost deserted home. There's uh, there's no one inside, but uh, there's a very strange, mysterious, large hole. Okay. I think I'll just... If there's no one home, just... Don't judge me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break in. I'm gonna pull out my cutlery set that I think. Mm. And I'm gonna try and pick the lock with my cutlery set. Okay. Can you do sleight of hand with disadvantage? <laughs> and I mean severe disadvantage. This is. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> What's severe disadvantage? Well, you do it with a disadvantage, and the check's just ridiculously high. So. <laughs> I mean, that's 21's great. Try it again. <laughs> 16. Um, now, okay, as much as you're watching him, Taban's kind of getting a bit antsy as well as he's listening to everything that's been happening. And Jambo, you look like you actually got, know what you're doing. Like you, you seem to pretty, He gets his knife and the fork side by side. And then with a clink, uh, the knife, the, the edge of the knife just breaks off and falls out of the hole and lands on the floor. And yeah. Is that cutlery? Uh, um, it, it looks like cutlery, but it's not untrained eye, but it, it's a lockpick set. That's um, right. Like, I haven't quite got the hang of it, so I'll just have to put it away and try again another time. We'll find another one of these things that look like knives. That's a dinner set. <laughs> Charles, you're quite funny. Taban, Taban, um, it wasn't, not... A set of cutlery. Taban can't spoon. He just nods his head. And he's just like, yeah. yeah that, that. You don't happen to keep a proper actual lockpick put on you, do you, Taban? No. Okay. Shakes his head. Just, no. <laughs> I mean, he does go sort of point around the back side of the house to see if there's any windows. He just pulls his rope and his grappling hook out. Can I try the door? Just that. Oh, yeah. Just to see whether it opens. Absolutely. You try the door and, and it's definitely locked. I thought it's definitely locked. Oh, me, oh. not this acid splash time, fellas. Oh! Ah! Cat, this is this acid splash. Oh. Do it! Oh, you know, it uh, Do it. refreshes me. I mean, Taban, by all means, I... Uh, if you want to try and throw, I, I think I saw the result last time, perhaps the end of it, but uh, I won't go into that. So. He looks a little bit embarrassed. Um, His cheeks flush um, a little bit. Like, hands go out and just kind of points to the door, points you just, yeah, go ahead with it. Can I inspire him? Can I like do some bardic inspiration while his ass is flashing? Because it's like, I'm so excited. Ass and splash. <laughs> yep, make a little song for ass and splash. Let's see. <laughs> Sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on, Justin. See what you're made of. People rush and people dash. You heard what I said. 
Do your splash with acid. <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> All right, so Kesmunders, you have a. You are inspired. You have a D6 that you can use for any. Does, does, can I crow the wood easier than the doorknob? Is that a, is that a possibility? You can, but the acid splash is only a small area, so it will take. You can do the. Yeah, it depends on where you want to do it. So I just remember how long it took last time to get through the doorknob. I'm wondering whether I can make a hole in the wood and just put an arm through to unlock. The hole would be big enough for an arm, right? Yeah, yeah. Or is it tiny? It's more than that. No, no, no. The hole is itself is probably about so big. But then the metal... Yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? That's a smarter idea. So you go ahead and do acid splash on the... Just do some dam do your damage. See how many times it okay. takes. Do one. Do it twice. And then I'll do average to see how long it will take you. Okay. Three... Okay. Seven. All right. Beautiful. So, in about two and a half minutes, so half the time it took you to do the uh, the, the metal of the door in Salazar's home, and it starts to melt away. And tentatively, you can kind of just get your hand in and around, and sure enough, there's the key in the door, and it goes with a click, and you've unlocked the door. Uh, <sighs> Practical magic. Oh, and oh, with that, the three of you guys enter this house. I don't blame. I've just used the exact same model, but I've just changed it slightly. It's <laughs> <coughs> darker. I like. It. So you come into this house, and instantly the smell of death and decay is noticeable to everyone. Even Kazmunders, you've not really smelled it before. It, it smells like rotten meat. It's been on the shelf for months. It smells like rotten meat that's been on the shelf for months. What are you gonna sell? I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> No. Tabard's kind of wrinkling his nose. But then he, straight away, he, you can notice he looses, loosens his two short swords that he has at his belt. I remember the local dwarf butcher had a pile of goblin meat that he left behind the uh, shop for months and just the most foul, disgusting order. This is... Too dissimilar. Well, I don't know what kind of meat goblins eat, so it must be pretty bad. Oh, it was, uh... Jambo, you're... Uh, can, I my, can I get my daggers out? Yep, as you do, Taban kind of holds his hand out and he just puts his hand to his mouth. Just... Kaz, I think he was listening to it. And Jambo, now, as soon as the noise stopped, you can hear... But very faintly, coming from what sounds <laughs> quite far away, but some sort of guttural noises and crunching. Do I know the sound? Uh, you can roll, roll for na uh, roll for nature. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Good old oh, um, the night is the most <sighs> random roll. You guys have... Oh, God. I'm going to see if I know it. Sure. <laughs> sure. 
I'm just gonna touch touch myself and then guide myself. <laughs> guide your nose. And well, since you're guiding yourself now, um, so no. you, so Kazmanas, you couldn't. Oh, I'm the fucking password. Sorry, guys. It won't be anything anyway. That's a max. It can pass. It's a nine. You're getting a nine. Okay, so it's a man. Nine is max because it's all right. Good, good. Um, I think no. it's a dog. No, but then now only only after you've kind of given That's yourself so Kazmanas, you've given yourself guidance, and now you can hear it too faintly. But you can hear it. before you couldn't. You're like, huh? These other two are kind of listening, and you're like, what are you listening to? You. Give yourself guidance, and then now your senses are heightened, and you can hear, but really faintly coming from somewhere underground. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, it might be in that hole that Jimbo saw in that room over there. That's yes. Because there wasn't any other life on the house. So let's just get the Taban is like hand in his mouth. And you see him sneaking, crouches down, short swords, pulls them out. And he goes into stealth mode. Ooh, Taban, you sexy bitch. He, he moves down, and then as he gets around the corner, it's like he disappears. You're like, huh? Just completely gone. You, you barely even heard anything from him. Wait, where'd Taban go? Taban. He then pops his head just around the side and motions for you to come towards him. But just again, the hands in his mouth like. It's been as quiet as to burn. Hey. Quiet mouth, quiet feet. Alright, can you guys roll for stealth if you want to be quiet? Oh, by, by the way, I've also oh, Richard, Justin, 10. Jambo's rolled a 10. And Kazmunders. Now, Kazmunders, you still have an inspiration an inspiration die as well. Yeah, I rolled it. No, no, you also a D6 that you got for being inspired by uh, oh, Jam Jambo's you. music. Yes, I, will, I will add that. Whatever. D6. No. So, 11 10 and 11 all right um both oh by the way boys i'm giving you both um a point of inspiration i've realized i haven't i, I was so absorbed by the story i've been completely forgetting this whole mechanic and dnd that I, I actually i genuinely love because you guys get really into your role play and the more i see you guys like really thinking of good strategies come up with really good ideas and being your characters i'll give you sort of a point of inspiration when you have those moments that are just like that was that was clever that was cool so you're both going to get one for the last previous heaps of episodes okay so and how that works is that little if you use you if you use that point of inspiration you can re-roll whatever role you want to re-roll and so that'll just give you like a uh, it'll give you an advantage pretty much or or yeah so just you can re-roll any you're like uh can i use inspiration and re-roll the entire role so you re-roll it so it's on your D&D Beyond character, you actually see yeah, a little, little star with inspiration. So I've given it to both of you guys. Cool. Is that on like the main character page? Uh, yep, correct. It should, it should be. I don't know. I've, I've got it. Oh, yeah. The little sun. Yep. Oh, yeah. Cool. And if you click on that sun, the inspiration disappears. And so it'll disappear in mine as well. So I'll, I'll 
but I'll tell you guys. So they're just, they're just reminding you it's there for you to use anytime you like to re-roll any roll you want. So at the moment, so all of you kind of sneak down and you do a pretty decent job. Kazmunders, can you actually roll advantage because you have the boots of... Oh, yeah. Boots of Elven Kind. Uh, so this is just re-rolling that original four, I guess, is it? Uh, your original seven, so just a d20. Oh, yeah. Because your original stealth is zero, so it's just another d20. And we'll keep the 1d6, we'll keep the four. I'll keep the... Uh, so you got... So that's oh, it's slightly better. Yeah. No, 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 so not with a d4, so that's an eight. An eight's better. So eight plus three, 11, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay, so you got a 15. So just, just the d20 is all you get to re-roll. Oh, I see. Not your, not your 1d4. So we keep the 3. We'll keep the 4 from your d6 inspiration. So now, you've used your inspiration from Jambo's music, so you feel inspired to be a little extra stealthy. So now you've got a 8, 9, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay, cool. Alright. So Jambo, who wants to go in first? Me. Alright, so... You go down the hole, you can see Taban's already sort of just gone in, he's waiting for you guys. Um, you almost walk into him, it's like, oh wow, you didn't even really see him. As all of you guys head down into this dark hole. And you slowly go down, try not to make any noise at all. Jambo, you unfortunately slip a little bit on some of the loose rocks and gravel with it. Clink, 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 clink. And you stop for a second and it goes, it echoes through this chamber. It's only a five foot wall, five foot by five foot kind of hole. Um, you can see Taban is having to uh, duck himself down. Jabba, you can stroll through it, no worries. And same with you, Kazmunders. Any normal-sized human would probably have to duck down. And Taban, he was already ducking to try to be as quiet as possible, but he could not stand up straight in this particular hole. And it's a five-foot-wide, completely rough-hewn. You can see little bits of uh, just dirt and rock and sand all just piled on the side and compact on the side as if like someone just scraped through you see claw marks on either side just constantly as if these giant claws had excavated this hole as you make your way down this hole it sort of keeps on a slow de decline on a 35 degree angle it slowly peters out to like about 10 degrees five degrees and then it gets flat and you walk for about 30 seconds, really slowly going down. And as you're getting slow, you're the... <laughs> Noises are getting louder and louder. Before... Alright. Alright, hang on a second. And... Before you find yourself in this narrow cave and all of a sudden there's blood streaked along the floor you can see the end of this tunnel leading into this larger cave-like uh, place you hear <laughs> really low sobbings at the same time as <laughs> And then there's sounds of what sounds like squelching meat coming from just around the corner behind here. At the end of this tunnel, you see what you think are bones, maybe skulls or femurs or leg bones or arm, but you're not too sure. But there's definitely clearly quite fresh blood on the floor as you're walking. It's getting stuck on your boots. 
couldn't be more than a couple of days old. Taban slowly, slowly moves forward. He, you can see his eyes are squinting and he kind of has to sort of come back. He has, he can't see anything at all. He's just completely like, he's even now touching you guys as the light from upstairs and the, and the uh, streets is completely gone. It's just pitch black in here. Him being a human, it does not have dark vision. So he's I like, think I've still got my floating globe. I, I never did anything with it. It just kind of. No, it's, it's in your backpack, so you can take it out if you like. Or... Oh, okay, no. No, I've got dark vision. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. So Taban's kind of touching you guys. You can feel him, and he just stands off to the side and tries to push you guys forward because he starts waving his eyes. He's having a really hard time in this darkness, and he doesn't see, he seems to be reluctant to light any torches or lanterns. Yeah. That's too long. Um, okay, I guess we just edge forward silently. So Kazmundas, you're edging forward? All right, Jambo, you're going to be following. So Kazmundas, yeah, okay. so all right, well, you've said it first. So Kaz, you're going to move forward. Jambo, you following him? Uh, yeah, reluctantly, I'm freaked out. So as these noises continue, <laughs> Kazman, as you edge just a little bit forward, and then you get a glimpse just around the corner of a creature you've never really experienced before. And then as you take one more step, the creature, it stops. And you notice that it stopped at the same time as Jambo kind of clicked onto a rock. <laughs> it turns around. Kesman, as you see this horrendous looking creature, you see it's this it's hunched, gaunt figure with skin the colour of death. Its ears long and pointed and its mouth full of giant, long, serrated teeth. It has elongated fingers ending in wicked claws and its thin yet muscular legs bent underneath it in a squat looking ready to pounce. In its left hand you can see an arm with a hand dangling off it yet the arm is gnawed and chewed in most places. Uh, the bone snapped as it looks at you it now eyes widen with golden shining eyes its lips curl up and it stares at you with its pulsating yellow eyes. You see blood and flesh slowly oozing from its open mouth as its lips curl up to what seem almost like a smile. Kazmundas, you can see that this creature is squatted over what looks like the remains of a possibly a humanoid or a small humanoid you can see like a, a skull or a half-eaten face of quite a small maybe a boy from by the looks of it as your eyes get accustomed to the gloom and your dark vision works but you know you again your attention from this creature gets slightly diverted by this slight whimpering of another 
chained up or tied up boy with these rotted ropes in the north of this cave, just to the top. And you see he's sort of just sitting on the floor and he's muddied. You can see he's got stains all over him. It's all a bit hard to tell in your dark vision, your low light. Jambo, you can hear, you see the top of this creature, the side of this creature as it's now staring at Kazmundas. Jabba, what are you doing? Are you staying behind Kaz or? Um, yes, I'm freaked out. So Kazmundas, as it's looking at you, all of a sudden the creature starts to shake and shift slightly and it's face all of a sudden mutates to what looks like a human boy and um please save me i, d I don't want to hurt you I, d I don't want to hurt you and it reverts back to this ghoul-like creature um Can I? Oh, okay. All right. It's now eyeing you. Doesn't seem to be attacking. It raises up the hand that it has and tears a bit of the flesh from the arm. But it's not interested in coming and attacking. Its eyes are staring at you. Have not left you. Uh. Okay. I'm just gonna uh jumble to ban. I'm pretty sure that's Michael over there in the corner. I mean, it could be another um, child, I suppose, but... Uh, uh, let's be found out what happened to him. Come on, let's go tell his mum. He's still alive. Uh, as much as... Uh, I... <laughs> The creature this thing is gonna take. While you're whispering, the creature takes one step forward. Jambo, you can now see it in its full glory just behind Kaz. It is disturbing. Can Taban see nothing? Is it all dark down there? It's completely dark for Taban. Okay. I might um, get my globe out of my pack. You gonna reach and... you gonna reach for your globe? Yeah. Lovely. The moment you yeah. kind of you reach for your globe, the creature it and it goes to attack. Roll for. Okay. Can you roll for initiative, please? Is there an there's an initiative bonus? I can't remember. It is. So oh, I got plus zero. You got plus zero for initiative. Jambo's got plus three. All right. So who's who's got what? Jamba, what did you get? Uh, initiative is plus three. Oh, is that a six for you, Richard? Yeah. Yep. Lovely. Sixteen for Jambo. Okay. All right. Now. 
creature drops it down its hand with a guttural kind of... You see bits of flesh and blood spitting out of its serrated jaws, spitting on the floor as it kind of launches itself forward with two big jumps. Comes as Kazmundas with his giant two claws swipes you twice as your hands kind of come back out of your pack ready to defend yourself. And... 13, what's your armor class? Uh, 11. 11, so it hits you with its first claw. You take five damage from the first claw. As this first claw swipes through you, you feel as it slices through your leather armor, these claws like razors piercing through you. With its second hand comes swiping down. You manage to move your head as he hits you a second time. He gets an 18, so. Ooh, taking another six damage. All right, so what do you Can take? I do any kind of dexterity saving throw, or no, it's not part, because no, he's just like... He's just, he's just yeah, attacked, you, attacked you twice. So what do you take? You took six plus, what was your first one? Five. So 11 damage, so you're on 19 health. All right. As you got, you've got these three kind of claw marks down the side of your face. Your blood starts to strip down, and then it starts to sting. The, ah! Ah, you feel your face getting almost a little bit numb. Can you do a constitution saving throw, please? Okay. Uh, constitution saving throw. Okay. As you feel your whole face starting to seize up and your mouth stop moving, you shake it off and oh, you have sensation back in your head and you felt like you almost slightly, your face went like momentarily paralyzed, but you've managed to shake it off the effect. All right, it is Jambo's turn. Um, okay. Oh, 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 Please, listen, listen. We, we, we have come with we we've, we've come with with lots of boys to offer you to eat. And that's about all you get in the six. And it, as you talk, as it's finished, it swipes, and you're trying to talk. You see its face kind of start to shift a little bit, and then that same boy face comes up and help, help me. All right. Are you going to do any more talking, or are you going to do an action? I think you're talking. Throw your daggers! Throw your daggers! I don't know, you might be able to speak commas. I don't know what this thing is. <laughs> uh, I go, ah, please, 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 please. Uh, um, if you come near me, uh, you will regret it. I will destroy you. Its head starts to turn sideways. Bends down, ready to attack again. <clears throat> wow, so he doesn't speak common. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, it is Taban's... Are you moving anywhere, Jambo? 
yeah, well, he doesn't speak common, so I'm, I'm moving backwards. <laughs> Alright, you move backwards, you're kind of almost falling into Dubai, and he's like... <laughs> as he kind of tries to move out of your way, and you guys end up shifting places. So, let's have a look. Don't you know, let his claws get in you. Tamar moves forward, and he uses his action to kind of... Uh, he pulls out a torch, and all of a sudden, everything gets light as he lobs his torch, narrowly missing past Kazmunda's, and... Ooh, hitting the creatures with a the creature gets smacked on the side of the face with this uh, glowing hot torch as the torch kind of bounds onto the floor alright let me just get a little oh, get some light in here and the torch lands on the floor just there it's a giant torch I, I'm not going to be bothered to <laughs> creature also takes two damage as it's smacked against the side. <laughs> Alright, so Tobin just throws it past Kazmunda's lucky enough hitting this uh, this foul creature on the side of the head as it starts to pat its face as the torch bounces on the floor and now the lights just flickering there and you hear a from the uh, northern corner. Alright, uh, Kaz Munders, your turn, and, uh, Kaz, you can, with, with, uh, your, with Jimbo, hang on, your spell, does he go before you or after you, or does he have his own, hang on. Mm. Does he have an initiative already? In, uh, yep, it's own initiative, so can you roll initiative for him and add a plus zero, which is, dexterity is only 11, so it's uh, just a d20 for Jimbo. 10. Alright, so he goes before you then. <laughs> so it's Jimbo's turn now, and it'll be yours. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jimbo... Nothing. I, I don't... I don't think he... He's got like... What does he do? 1 bite, 1d20. He can't do any attacks, but so on your action, you can also do... So he can... He can't attack. He could uh, dash, disengage, he can dodge, he can grapple. So he can't grapple. He can um, help you, as in like trying to distract the creature, so you get mm. an advantage on your on your attack. Um, he he goes over to um the kid and tries to gnaw through the uh. Lovely the now the problem is, um, if he goes past this creature, the creature's going to take a free swipe at him with a reactionary a reaction hit. Um, okay. This is all within a very confined space. There's nowhere for him to be able to get too far away, so it'll be... Can he see um, Jimbo? As far as you're aware, yes. Even, okay. though Jimbo, even though Jimbo's small, any creature, there's nothing else is really moving in here apart from you guys. Right, 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 right. I mean, he might miss his attack, but if he does attack, then it might... Uh... Yeah, okay, Jimbo doesn't do anything. Jimbo's just chilling. Okay. Yeah. And then your turn. Uh, I'm just going to... He's, he's right in front of you. Can I cast a spell and do a cantrip, or not both? Uh, not both, just one. Okay. It depends what it is. If it says it's one action, then you can only do that. If it says it's a bonus action, you can do one as a bonus action, then one as an action. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, that's an action. I, and think, then... I think they're all actions. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they are. 
right, I'm gonna cast uh, blur on myself. Yep. All right. Yeah. Just, An attacker uh, is so for the duration any creature has a disadvantage on attack rolls against you an attacker is immune to this effect but doesn't rely on sight as with blind so yep or through illusions so it has disadvantage on all attacks against you beautiful so i will use this little icon next to your head so all of a sudden as this is all happening and then this creature's like clawing to Kazmana's jabber you're trying to talk to it it's just growling at you you run backwards Taban throws his um torch at this creature the creature Kazmana's you touch your ring and your whole body is shifting as a blur it's really disconcerting so jabber you're looking trying to look past Kazmana's at the creature it's just it's really hard as Kazmana's kind of coming in and out of focus it's rapidly shifting the creature itself kind of, uh, uh, tries to sort of see where you are. Um, uh, disadvantage and rolls of five, six, eight. Um, eight against your armor class. Uh, Eleven. As the first attack swices by your shifting image, hits nothing but air. As its second claw attack comes flying past you, disadvantage and another five. So these two claws and go past and hit nothing but air as you blurring it out. It grows at you in frustration and it's hitting nothing but this blurred, blurred image of yourself. Jambo, your turn. Uh, I have no idea. I'm freaked out by this thing. Did I try to figure out what it is now I can see it? Definitely. You know that it's not um, like a beast or a natural creature, so roll for arcane. So arcana? Arcana, yeah, that's one. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought that is that is strength of mine. Um, it, looks fr it looks really freaky. You're really freaked out by it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to throw my uh, ball bearings at it. Okay. So the ball yeah. ball bearings on the floor, like right underneath it. Yeah, and then back a step away. Excellent. Um, so can you just rule, uh, can you do a dexterity check for me? Just a pure dexterity check. As you're trying to now dexterously get it past Taban, past Kazmunda's shifting image onto the floor in front of you. Oh, expertly. You grab your ball, your ball bearings, and you kind of like, you open the bag up and you throw it and it flies over the top of everyone's heads and kind of lands on this creature and it scatters itself all over the floor. Um, so in that area is going to be, it's going to be um, uh, hazardous area. So it's going to take extra movement to get past it. And if he, he does any movement, he has to he has to roll for dexterity saving throw or he'll be prone. And I step back. There you go. And then you step back with Jimbo. So you're keeping Jimbo company. Yeah. All right. So Jambo, that's your turn, yeah? Yep. <laughs> All right. So just get rid of your ball bearings from your inventory. You've used up uh, the entire bag full of them. Well, unless you, Did you want to grab like a whole handful or did you just tip them, just throw the entire bag? Uh, I wish it was a handful, but uh, I'm nah. 
It was worth the bag. Yeah, let's go with the whole bag. All right, just remove that from your inventory. Sweet. All right, Taban's turn. Now, Taban's having a hard time because he can't get past Kazmanda's shifting view. Uh, view. He can't really sort of shift himself past. Taban takes out a... He puts his sword quickly. He grabs out these little small darts that he has uh, secreted on his pants and pulls them out. He has got two of them. And he waits for the right opportunity and he throws the first dart at this creature right past Kazmunders' head. And, oh my gosh, he does an amazing throw. First one, straight in the, uh, the creature's shoulder with a whack. This, like, this long pointed dart squedges itself in. As another one whizzes past with a into the other shoulder. As it's now got these two long darts wedged into uh, both of its shoulders. It takes 1d4 plus 3. Four, five, six, seven, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. Alright. Nice bunch of fun. As now you see like greeny brown blood under ooze out of these two holes and a shoulder just dripping with a bloop bloop onto the floor and it is thick ooze like blood as it kind of slowly trickles down with a bloop onto the floor. Um Jimbo's turn. Um, he's still doing nothing. Lovely. Uh, my turn? I Your guess? turn. Yep. So Jimbo's just... With the blur, it's a concentration, so I can't... That means I can't do any other... Anything magic while yeah, it's gone. You, you right? can, but you can't do any other concentration spells. So this lasts... Oh, just, right, right. This okay. lasts for a minute. Like, you've got... Yeah. Um, can I th grab, um, the red cape out of my backpack and throw it over his head? Yep, so you want to technically, uh, so temporarily blind him, yeah? Yeah. Which will make any other attacks advantage against him, yeah? Yeah. Yep, so you could, be, you could still use magic, like any other magic you can use on him, that's fine, and it could keep up blur at the same time. You just can't use any other con concentration spells while you have blur up. So you can still use, like, uh, your Eldritch Blast or your Burning Hands or whatever, but you just can't yeah. use any other concentration spells. But that's cool. All right, so you're going to grab this red cape out of your bag and try to throw it over his head. Uh... I can't, maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do, I'll do a spell, I'll do a spell, I'll, um, go, go with your gut, Richard, whatever you feel like Kazmatas will do, if he reckons that cape just to sort of, I mean, he, he's just going to Eldritch Blast, at least at first, he's just going to Eldritch Blast him in the face. Alright, lovely. Uh, so, do I roll to hit? Yep. So, now the problem is, it's a ranged spell, and he's directly in front of you, so you're going to have disadvantage on your Eldritch Blast because he's just directly in front. Okay. Uh, right. It says hit slash DC plus four. What does that mean? Yep, so to hit with your Eldritch Blast will... So Eldritch Blast will take... Let's have a look. Oh, wrong person. So Eldritch Blast is a plus four to hit, so it's a D20, so plus, D20 plus, plus four. four. But then you've got to roll it twice because he's like directly in front of you. Oh, oh. no. That's a pretty bad, pretty bad one anyway. Yeah. Alright, 10. Please don't be worse, I guess. Yeah, right. Unfortunately, a 10, as you bring your hand forward and trying to get like right in front of him, as this Eldritch Blast shoots out of your hand, it just moves its head to the side, and this, this little small blast just goes right past his head and kind of careens into this a pile of bones at the end of the cave. And they start to spark and shoot all over the place. You got clunk, clunk, clunk bones and skulls bouncing off the wall and the roof as the Eldritch Blast has missed. 
blast. <laughs> it gives another and dives down and tries to bite you as its claws have missed disadvantage and it rolls a 17 twice. So uh, his bite lands on you. Okay. So he also, rather than his two quicker than normal reflexes, his claws, he actually just dives at you and your shifting blurred image all of a sudden stops momentarily as he ah, manages to bite right into your arm and ah, with a howling pain, he's sort of like, rubbing against, you can feel it rubbing against your bones. Can you do a charisma saving throw, please? Charisma saving throw, okay. Uh, what have we got there? Plus six. Oh, man. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You take seven damage. And your charisma is lowered by one. Until you take a long rest. So you now have your charisma is 13. So I'm going to put that on your character. Thank you. No worries. Which means your charisma score goes up rather than a plus two, is now only a plus one. All of a sudden, you feel your sense of character. You get, you're more scared. You're bumbling for what you feel like yourself is less, as if you just drained almost a part of what makes you you. And you just. You feel less dwarvish, less Kazmunders, as he releases his teeth. The pain subsides, even though there's blood just welling up in your sleeve and now just pooling onto the floor. You just feel less. Mm. Jambo's turn. Oh. Um. I look down at Jimbo. And I'm just like, don't judge me. It's, I can't fight. It's, it doesn't, only I speak. And I misinterpret Jimbo not looking at me as I, ah. I guess I could try, could try doing my crossbow. You're very wise. Listen, uh, can I like try and uh, aim my crossbow at this thing? Absolutely. No, I was gonna say if you were throwing anything, it'd be a disadvantage because you're trying to now, but then with a the crossbow, you get a little bit better aim off the side as you're getting just the creature. So, yes, go ahead and do your attack with a your light crossbow d20 plus four. Uh, yeah, when my crossbow shoots, it makes like a like a Sound like a string. It absolutely hits him, like without <coughs> a problem at all. Can you do like that was a D eight what is it? D eight plus two. Oh sorry. Five damage. All right, beautiful. So then, also, you get this crossbow. Now everyone's coming and fighting. He just releases bite. As you see, Kasmunda's just, just shaking. His whole shiver, his whole body sort of shakes before it starts to blur itself again. You manage to get to the side and swoop beautifully as it looks like it's going to another claw. 
the crossbow bolt comes flying through and soars straight through his right hand. So comes upon and applies. As now its hand comes. And then again, the, the green brown blood starts to ooze out of his hand and onto the floor as his claws. And now its eyes start to dart between everyone who's in the cave with. Barnes turn. I mean, all right, what has he got? Ooh, cool. He's got another two darts. Beautiful. All right. Again, Taban grabs another two darts and right next to Kazmana, there's these two nice throws. The first one flies past and misses, and the second one finds its mark. As the one dagger straight past the creature as it's howling in pain from the crossbow bolt that's now jettisoned itself through its right hand. Crossbow bolt flies over its left pointed ear as a second uh, dart comes flying almost at its forehead and flips it across the head, and now it leaves this giant scarry kind of uh, cut on its head as a and now the, the ooze of greeny brown blood is pooling from his head as well. He takes another five damage from the bolt. Beautiful. Um, and from what you can see, this right hand <coughs> seems to be favoring it. Um, Jimbo, do anything? Just tell me if, he's, if he is. Otherwise, it's yours. Otherwise, Kazmunda's his turn. Uh, I'm going to try and dash and disengage i guess is that what it is so you only jimbo uh, sorry jimbo a jambo can disengage as a bonus action so normally it would have to be just as an action okay you okay. still have blur on you oh sorry can you do a concentration saving a a constitution saving throw please constitution to see if your blur is still in effect or not after your bite Yeah, absolutely, still fact. So you just you shrug off the damage, and your brain, your mind is still your own, and you can still con concentrating on just shifting your image, and your image is still definitely shifting. Okay. Okay. So if you wanted to, as an action, you can you can disengage, which means he won't get hit against you, and then you can then you can move, you can move backwards if you wanted to, and try to squeeze past Taban, but then you don't get yeah. any other, then you can't use any spells or anything. On this turn, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm gonna try and back off. Yeah. Yep. So you're getting out of getting out of the front line. Yeah. Beautiful. So you, all of a sudden, you shifting image. You gotta to start to move, dodge left and right. It's just has a hard time seeing you, and then you spring to the side and kind of knock into Taban and and wedge yourself past. And now you're between Taban and Jambo. Cool. That's more than I've given to any elf. This, cre this creature goes to sort of step forward and starts very comically slipping on the ball bearings underneath it. It does a dexterity saving throw and rolls a three. So it falls over as it kind of lands on its back with a smack. Amazing. That's a and it's now prone on its back as a and it has to sort of get itself up and it uses the rest of its movement to get itself up and towards Taban. And that's its action <laughs> to get itself back up again. And it's now no longer prone. And it is Jambo's turn. Uh, I'm going to 
run at it with my daggers now. And I'm going to uh, just leap and try and aim to stab it in each of its Beautiful. Side. Now, you are a small creature, but you, can you still do an acrobatics check to see how well you get past Kazmund's shifting form and Taban's body to be able to attack it effectively? Uh, yep. Acrobatics. Oh, excellent. You weave underneath Kazmunda's legs and slide next to... Oops, wrong, wrong button. And slide next to Taban, and now you're sharing... A space with Taban, you and Taban kind of more still as you are right in front of this more this uh, ghoul-like creature. Um, are you doing two attacks with your daggers? Yeah. All right. Roll for the first one. Dagger one just misses. Dagger two absolutely hits. Can I, I re-roll dagger one? You want to use your inspiration? I inspire myself. You can use the inspiration I gave you, but otherwise, no. Why can't I sing a song to inspire myself? Can I, um... Because I, am I just behind him, or he's behind me? Uh, he, he's in front of you now. He's in front of me. Can I touch him, or would that be part of my turn? That'd be part, of, that'd be part of your turn. So, ju yeah. uh, Justin, you can use it as a bonus action, but you can only inspire someone that's not you. Ah, I'll just use yours. I just used the one you gave me. Okay, no worries. Reroll the other one. D20 plus 5. So one attack hits. Oh, natural 20 for your first attack. Oh, what a reroll! Oh, what an attack. Okay, so for a natural 20, your your daggers normally do 1D4 plus 4. So can you... Your first attack is now 2D4 plus 4. So let's see what your first attack damage is. This is your critical hit damage. So 2D4 plus 4. Nine damage, and your second attack doesn't add the it can't add the plus four, so you don't get a modifier for it. So it's just a pure one d four. Okay. Uh, but can I use fury of the small? Oh yes, absolutely. It is a, a size larger than you. Um, and is that how many times per turn? Once per short rest, you do three extra damage. So nine, so eleven, plus three. Yep. So one d four plus three, if you wanted to, sure. 9, 15 damage. Damn, son. So as you kind of dodge between Kazmunda's legs and kind of almost half wall run up this tiny little space, you grab your first dagger and slam it into its right eye, its left eye, and you twist and pop. Its eyeball actually comes completely out with your dagger, and it just... As now Spickle is flying everywhere with your second dagger, you manage to come with your left hand and almost trying to dig it into its neck, it rears back, but the tip of your dagger slides past. You twist it as you go past, being a little bit smaller and it's being a bit larger, and it now just starts to cut through and blood starts to seep under its neck. It's, uh, it's now it's one good eye, just blinking rapidly as it looks around. Can I then, like, just, like, use my bonus action to nimbly escape back behind to burn? You use your bonus action for your second dagger attack. What? So normally, okay. normally you get your uh, your attack your uh, your attack is one action, and then if you you can use two your your bonus action will be your second attack. And so you, that was that was your bonus action. Uh, it says here nimble escape. I can take disengage or hide as a bonus action on each of my turns. Yes, correct. But then you've already used your bonus action to do your second attack. 
So if you did one attack, and then you could do like a, one attack and then nimble escape, but you use two daggers, which is one's action, one's an action, one's a bonus action. Okay. Which is what? Which is just that's how two weapon fighting works. Like if you have any any light weapons so or a short sword or uh, like daggers, you can attack twice, but one's an action, one's a bonus action. I yeah okay. Sorry, Joe. It just because I'm just confused because it's like got. I'm just reading my thing, and it's like, bonus actions, most of my action in combat is two-weapon fighting. Yes. I've got fighting inspiration, nimble escape, unsettling words. Yeah, so two-weapon... My two-weapon fighting was just the way I thought. No, and so, my, so if you... that, I had a bonus action to escape. If you click on... You only have, have one bonus action per turn. So with two-weapon fighting, it says, if you click on it, it says, when you take the attack action and attack with a light melee weapon that you're holding in one hand, you can use a bonus action to attack with a different light melee weapon that you're holding in the other hand. So it doesn't matter that... Yeah, so it doesn't matter that I also have another thing that gives me a bonus action. No, because you, you only have one bonus action. You, what you want to do on that bonus action is up to you. So you could you could, could have used the bonus action to nibble escape, uh, or okay. you can use the bonus action to attack. So because you did two attacks, that was your bonus action done. Okay. Yeah. So just in the future, always remember you only have one real action and one bonus action. But when I level up, could it, is it potential that I'll have more than one action? Uh, for a bard, I think so. I, I, a bit later, yeah. There's, I know fighters, they can, if they attack as an action, they will have, like, two attacks in an action, but normally not. Like, almost everybody's turn is, you get one action, one bonus action, and one reaction. They're the three things you can do in your turn. So an action is you, what you normally do in attack. Bonus action, the real quick little things that kind of come as, like, a secondary. And a reaction is if somebody attacks you, you do it as a reactionary hit. So it's not normally on your turn, unless some spells allow you to do it as a reaction on your turn. So, yeah. Okay. No, that's cool. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, all right. Uh, well, that's that. That's my turn. I was inspired by Kazmunders, but I didn't say anything. Sorry, but that was the reason. Beautiful. I didn't say anything. I saw everything Kaz did, and I, it was right before me, and I my coward has faded away to be inspired by his well you did have like an, uh, that was pretty amazing um you gotta do you, you, uh, jambo couldn't fight Dang. i know good job re-rolling your um inspiration as well that was like freaking epic all right so <laughs> taban is there next to you as well as you've got like, he's just like mouth open as he's just seeing you like rip out this uh, creature's right his left eye with your, <laughs> with your dagger and almost slitting open its throat it's now looking around furtively as taban grabs his two short swords and goes to do two attacks first one is a natural 20 taban you sexy <laughs> oh god he's actually really good in a fight he's used as a climbing a rope but he's good in a fight all right first one and he rolls a one for damage. Okay, sure, that's fine. So that's double one. Uh, good, that's four. And his second cat rolls a 16. He hits and gets a five. Oh, sorry, just a two. No, it doesn't get bonus for a second. All right, so as... As Taban's trying to fight with you next to him, you manage to sort of duck out of the way and between his legs, so he's got free movement of his arms as he's now jabbed his first short sword straight towards, and again, this creature, its right arm, and it almost gets lobbed off as he gets <laughs> stabbed in and pulled out. The arm starts to dangle slightly as the second sword comes, swipes past. It goes to have a step back and almost slips on one of the ball bearings at its feet as now it gets cut right across its chest. 
It's bleeding. It's it's having a hard time breathing as now blood is starting to pull out of its serrated teeth more. And it's, it's got blood out of its left eye socket and its head and its right arms hanging limp. It's now looking incredibly worse for wear. Kazmunda's your turn. Um. Uh, um, am I at the back of the group? Correct. You're behind. So Jambo and Taban are directly in front of you. So to, uh, Jambo's just, he's a bit smaller. So he's like ducked down slightly as now uh, Taban's just had his attacks. He's kind of still slice, slice, and you're getting ready to go. Um, so my Eldritch Blast won't be disadvantaged? Correct. I am? All right, I'll, I'll blast the motherfucker. All right. Uh, so you rolled it here. Yep, but it is d20 plus three. So unfortunately, it's, uh, because your charisma was reduced from its bite, but you still got a 20, like, it, it hits. So roll for damage. Cool. Uh, oh, so then the bonus on this will be reduced as well, right? Yep, so d10 plus one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Richard, how do you want to do this? Uh, I'm aiming for his face, I guess. Beautiful. And what color was it? It was purple, wasn't it? Uh, gold. Gold. Excellent. As you kind of do your little finger movements, you put your hand forward, and as Tabar's kind of slice, slice, he smooths it, <laughs> the opening comes just perfect as his face is directly in front. As it's howling in pain, a bolt of golden light just flashes out of your hand and hits him with a crack. His whole neck gets completely snapped backwards. It's it's a, it's like a jungle and it completely rips open and blood just spurts everything as it falls backwards with a thwack on the floor. And now this greeny brown oozy blood starts to pull itself up out of its mouth and its wounds and it shakes once, twice, before completely dead in front of you. Well, that's what I call a killing war. Who done it, Kaz? It's a hero! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, yes. It's just a bar, just what he just did is he did it. Well, we couldn't do it, he did it all himself. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem, guys. No problem. It's, uh, it's what I'm here for. Wow. Um, as you, as you're talking, Taban walks forward, but then he actually tri he rolls a one. He tri he trips on the ball bearings as he's trying to rush forward to go to this kid in the corner. And Taban again comically jumps over this creature on the floor and lands on him. He goes arts over tits and lands with a thwack on the floor. Argh, has to sort of get himself up and slowly, almost crawling away from these ball bearings, pushing them to the side as they're ding, 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 getting all over the place now as he gets up and goes to check on the boy in the corner. Why, uh, why does Salazar keep him around? I think he's going to keep Salazar's secrets. Oh, <laughs> Um... I'm gonna go. Can I go and sort of go through the ball bearings 
by yep. like by like sliding my feet instead of stepping on them, like slide them out of the way with the side of my foot. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So you step forward and just really carefully taking your time, just pushing the ball bearings, just moving to the side and really slowly trying to get them all off to the side. And you manage to create a pretty decent open open way for you to walk past and get a clearer view of the inside of this cave. As soon as you come in, you notice that there's blood streaking walls and the floor. There's a makeshift, what looks like almost like a bed of hay and maybe blankets or sheets or some material just in the corner, really haphazardly chucked together and it's smattered with just blood just all over the place, but red glistening kind of human blood. You see the remains of what looked like a boy in the corner that was munching on. You see this half-eaten face of this child that's now, well, it's a half-eaten face, so it's definitely dead. <laughs> As a, well, that's the uh, map layer. There we go. All right, there you go. And what would you like to do? Uh, can I talk to the child? Absolutely. So, Jambo, Casmundas, uh, during this time, it's been a little bit of time, you're blur starts to fade and you notice that concentrate just you let you release it or it just kind of slowly pieces out and your body is now solid um jambo you coming over and you can see Tobias just kind of holding this child he's kind of grabbed his cloak and he's wrapped it around this boy and he was actually carrying him he's holding this child and the child's just sobbing into his shoulders uh so Tobias got the child yeah so Tobias reached down and he's kind of holding him and so now he's like just over his shoulder, the boy's head on his shoulder, and he's just holding this child. Okay, I don't think I need to talk to him then. Can I go, like, investigate these bones and stuff? Like, just kind of look around and see what's around. Definitely. Those bones have been kind of almost blasted apart. There used to be a pile of bones, and now they're scattered all over the place from uh, Kazmundas' Eldritch Blast that missed the creature. <laughs> you, such, you just keep on top of everything. <laughs> But so you could investigate, and that's now what used to be a pile of bones is now scattered. Um, but there's nothing but floor. There's just this dirt, rock hard dirt floor underneath. Yeah, what about like over here? Can I investigate this then? No worries. Absolutely. Kazmander, what are you doing during this time? I'm just sitting on the floor, resting, maybe drinking from my water skin. Excellent. You've had just like, you've like, Jesus Christ. And so you just sit down, and Jimbo just comes over and. He still just licks your little earlobe a little bit and he sits on your shoulder and uh, just having a drink, sitting on the floor in this stench, uh, this rotten flesh-stenched cave, having a drink of much-needed water. All right, Jambo, investigate away. Holy shit, did you roll a 19? Yeah. You lucky son of a bitch. Ah, shit. So I've got, a, I've got a little note here. So if you give an investigation of 18 or higher, this is what you're going to get. Oh. So you, searching through his bed, all of a sudden, there's things underneath. The bed is disgusting. <laughs> the bed is, it's covered in, you don't even know what, like bits of innards, and you can maybe see like an eyeball, and it's, it, it's gross going through it, but then you lift up the covers, and on the edge of the bed, you see this statue that, looks like it's made of marble and it's it's a cat but it's a really intricately sort of designed marble cat that is really lovely you also find um a gold ring with a really nice bloodstone attached to it as well a silver uh, a ewer a, a little pitcher or a jug and 
you then keep digging you can then find a a pipe like a smoking pipe and it looks like it's smoking already but you don't know how long it's been down there it doesn't seem to be lit but it's a little bit of smoke is coming out of the end of this pipe and then you have these sort of interesting objects but then all of a sudden there's a glint in in the sheets and you kind of rip apart the sheets and there is this pearl quite a large pearl and it feels heavier than a normal pearl it's got some weight to it and it was very intentionally hidden and if you didn't see that little tiny glint of it with the in the torchlight <coughs> you wouldn't have noticed it was even there so now you have a i'll chuck it into your you keeping all these or uh yeah excellent so you now have a a gold ring with a bloodstone on it it is worth roughly 250 gold cool all right marvelous you have a silver ewer it's called it's like a little picture um you also have a marble cat silver ewer a ewer yep correct mm. yeah it's like a, a it's a large jug with a very loud loud uh, wide mouth it's, oh yeah okay yeah all right and a marble cat and you have a smoking pipe it's a really nice smoking pipe it's got like silver filigree designed in it as well made of some nice dark wood it's a beautiful looking smoking pipe like really and it's still it's got a trail of smoke and an, an unmistakable trail of smoke is perpetually sort of coming out the top of it and you have a pearl but this is heavier and yeah just heavier heavier than usual can i sort of do any sort of checks on that pearl you can do an uh, arcana check for sure oh gosh uh, do i even have that kind of plus one <coughs> I mean, you got plus one to everything that's your minimum <laughs> A six um it's a nice pearl you it's definitely gonna be worth something like it's quite a large thick <laughs> pearl it, it feels strangely heavy <laughs> oh. uh okay i wonder if uh I can identify what this is it looks slightly heavier than <laughs> pearl Can I go Kaz with it? Beautiful. So yep, you go up to Kaz. You can see Kaz just sitting on the floor with Jimbo on his shoulder and he's just drinking from his water skin. And uh, you see this, he's got these claw marks across his face with his blood kind of trickling down. He's got these bite marks in his arm, a claw marks across his chest. He's, whew, you you weren't hit at all. You've just been bruised from your wall from earlier while Kaz is, he looks like he's just had a really good fight. Oh. <laughs> hey. um. Thank you so much for that saving us all. Yeah, let, let me let me let me help you out here. Is he like what's his health like? I can't see. He's on he's on twelve out of thirty. All right, well I'm gonna sing him a song and I'm gonna use my last spell slot, which is cure wounds. Oh, oh as a level two. Yeah. Oh wow. So Kazmanas, can you roll two d eight plus two? That's how much health you'll get back. Oh. oh shit. 
12, so you're on 24 hit points. So Jambo is playing his lute and this music. He then, after he just does a little couple of strums, and he then kind of just brushes his hand against you. And as he does, all of a sudden your body, your face tightens up, but it's then your pain, that searing sensation in your cheek starts to ease off, and you touch your cheek, and what was these three giant kind of scrapes are now these thin lines that will probably not even scar. Your, your left arm that was just this pooling blood has, now almost the blood that was on your arm starts to seep back into your body again, and you take a breath as now, it's like nothing there. You scrape across your chest, you lift up your leather armor, and it's starting to heal. You can see a small scar where a claw mark was, but oh, you feel your breathing coming easier. You kind of wipe the dried blood down that's on your cheek away, and you feel you like you need a rest, but you, you you're not bleeding from any place any at all anymore. Thank you, Jamal. Oh, that's that's. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Don't say you're so short, by the way. That was a very impressive. Look. look. Leap during the fight. I got a this this pearl that's heavier than usual, and I thought maybe you could tell me what it was. Using your weird, um, like a knowledge magic. I I. Uh, let me just have a quick look. Yeah, roll for Arcana. Um. By the way, your uh, impressive knowledge of the. Evocation in School of Magic uh, must have been your expertise. Uh, that was, I never put much uh, time into it, but uh, you know, that wasn't bad. The evocation? What, what did I do? <laughs> you, you cured my wounds. You, you... Ah, uh, I, I, <laughs> I went to the College of Eloquence. Richard, are you rolling uh, uh, Arcana? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, just looking at uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, oh, the, the School of Eloquence. Hey, uh, college, college, we, we, college, my, my apologies. That's okay. Uh, you know what college is like. Just, I just, I just partied. Just partied. Rolled up to my exams. Is that a, is that a goblin college or a, a norm college? Um, yeah. Everyone went there. There's lots of different. Oh, oh. No goblins. I was the only goblin. I, they used to pick on me for it. What, was it easy uh, getting in as a goblin? Uh, no. My father had to uh, sleep with the dean. Oh! <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I see. And uh, yeah, he let me in after that. And, yeah, father's quite uh, resourceful. Oh, that's yes. That is a word that uh, the dean used to describe him to me. Yeah, I see you. Uh, you take after him. I guess. Um. 
That's twice. Bear in mind when we're in a tricky situation, not to convince someone. So that's twice now that you're gonna make me cry with your compliments. So I don't know what's going to you guys. Well, possibly some ghoul venom. But, uh, <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. Uh, so, cool. so this pearl. So this pearl. <laughs> Uh, yes, pearl. Let me look at it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's heavier than usual. I. It, it is that. Uh, it is that. Uh. Um, as you can feel it emanating magic. It is definitely a magical item. You're not exactly sure what it does, but okay. you know it's it's definitely a magical item, and it's got a pretty hefty enchantment on it. Ah, it's uh. Definitely magical. Definitely magical. I'll tell you that. Wow. You can say all that just from looking at it? Magical. Well, <laughs> kind of a sense, I guess, yeah. Well, that's impressive. What about this? What if, come on, hold on. What about this pipe? This pipe, look, it's still got smoke coming out of it. Uh, should, do I roll for that? Yeah. Yep. Plus two. Let me have a look at that. Well, uh, it's a nice looking that? pipe and it's still smoking. It's great. Why this? Yeah, this is a smoking. <laughs> that is impressive. Cause I, cause I'm looking at it, and I just rolled arcana. I mean, I can take a closer look at. To me, when I look at it, what I see, yeah, I just rolled my arcana just there. So you, oh, you see that it's a that. You've heard of pipes like that? They, they, when smoking, <laughs> it would imbue you with some form of magical. You're not exactly sure what particular pipe this is, but you know of these types of pipes that have a never-ending supply of uh, tobacco. They normally regenerate every day. They're always automatically lit when you want them to be lit. Um, and then by smoking them, they normally have positive um, effects. Occasionally negative effects, but most of the ones you've heard of are positive. Yeah, so there looks like one of those pipes that you smoke and, and like the, it creates like some sort of smoke thing out of it, like a, like, I don't know, like a smoke monster or... A smoke uh, illusion, uh, you know, like one of those pipes. I think that's what it is, but you know better than I do because you went to the uh, the school of uh, Dwarven Academy provocation. Oh no, no evocation! I forgot you don't know the specifics of magic. Just uh, hey. just uh, you make you know it right. Cow's dog. This would suit you. And because you saved my life back there, I want you to have it. Are you, are you sure? Um, yeah. Can we you help saved, you? You saved my life. You saved this yeah. boy's life to Barn's life. And, and I, well, I, I, I owe you. I, I'm not going to say no. It's uh, quite intriguing. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I know you didn't know what it was, but I think it's one of those pipes that you can smoke and do things with. Maybe you should give it a go and we'll find out what it does. You, uh, one of a kind goblin jumble. As you guys are talking, Taban's just, he just kind of motions that he's going to take, <coughs> take the kid out and he sort of goes down the tunnel ready to go upstairs as he looks like he's taking the boy back. I mean, you guys can stay here, but he's just, he's... Well, going somewhere, okay. I guess we should, uh, yeah, you can smoke smoke later. Here, do you want a hand up? We we probably should go check out his right. mother. Oh, well, that was quite the encounter. You know, you've just made me this 
Watching your heroic feats made me just think, I need to start writing this down. I need to start writing a catalogue. I'm going to write songs about you, Casamundas. I'm going to... There'll be songs. I'll write a whole a whole list of them, and I'll sing them all over the lands about Casamundas the third of the Clang Skulls. Casamundas uh, the fourth, but uh, that's... Uh, wow. Yeah. I can't imagine what kind of songs they uh, would inspire, but... Uh... Well, you just killed that thing that I don't know what it is, but you just killed it. We all did. We all did. <laughs> I scratched him. <laughs> you still have his eyeball on your dagger as well, by the way. I mean, look at look at your dagger. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, you know, might have had the edge, but. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't notice the eyeball, I just pocket my uh, daggers anyway. <laughs> the eyeball kind of, Kazman, as you notice, it sort of smushes against his chest as he kind of puts his, and he realizes it goes on his belt, he pops his belt, and this eyeball is kind of smeared uh, against his trousers. I, I'm going to just go and uh, follow Taban, but probably also call it a night for me as well. Yep. Mm. So to, for the sake of brevity, the two of you guys walk and talk while uh, you're following Taban, holding this boy. You take this boy, Michael, back to his mum, and he just like, leaps into her arms. She's just tears of joy, and she just, I just, thank you so much, and just praise after praise after praise, and just almost groveling at your feet. She's like, I don't have much to give, and, uh, and she starts like giving you some fruit and offering you some food, but she's just more than anything just thankful, and she's. Before anything else, she just grabs Michael and just brings him inside. And Do, can I ask if she has a lockpick set? <laughs> just think. I'm, I'm sorry. What? <coughs> a a lockpick set. Oh, I'm, I'm, my one broke. I'm not sure. My 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 my, my husband, uh, bless his soul. I mean, he he might have something. I, I, I look. I, I, I'll look. We know Salazar. We okay. know. Sal's not. Sal's not the. Okay, never mind. He's not not the father. The, the father. I, I'll have a look for you. I, I, I'm, I'm, look, I, okay. if you're if you're staying at Salazar's home, I, I will come and I'll visit if I find anything for you. Okay, anything thank I can. You, thank you. My pleasure. Th no, thank you. Brave. As we leave, I'm like, I mean, that could have been Salazar. We just killed. So just keep that on the download. And then as as Tabar again, just. <laughs> <sighs> Rubs his hair and just face palm a little bit as you guys make your way back to Salazar's home. And that's it. Good job, boys. And that's the end of the episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. And join us next week for the continued adventures of Jambo the Goblin Bard and Kazmundas the Dwarven Warlock as they continue their shenanigans in El Shalad. Let's hope they get up to some mischief. Until next week, please step out of the Dungeon.